The sermon preached at St. John's Evangelical Lutheran Church of Hancock, Minnesota, a member of the Wells, on May 18, 2014, based on John 14, 1-6. Please stand. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The word from God through which the Holy Spirit brings us the very words of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Is John 14, verses 1 through 6. Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. My Father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, would I have told you that I am going there to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me, that you also may be where I am. You know the way to the place where I am going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know where you are going, so how can we know the way? Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. This is the word of our Lord. Please be seated. Dear friends in Christ, fellow saints, washed clean in the blood of our risen Savior. A lost child. Now, how does that child feel? At first, he might be oblivious to his lostness. He's just having a good time playing or wandering around. But then, uh, the reality sets in. Where's mommy? Where's daddy? How am I going to get home? Anxious feelings simmer. Scared and alone, he doesn't know which way to turn. It doesn't matter whether he's lost in the woods or in a crowd of people or in a tall field of corn. He just wants to get home. What relief. What relief when someone finds him and brings him home. The disciples were worried. Anxious thoughts troubled their hearts. Jesus had just told them that in a little while he would be gone. Then where would, would they, where, where, where would they turn? Would they be left as orphans? They knew the hatred and opposition of the Jewish leadership against Jesus. And they knew as well that Jesus had spoken of a coming arrest and crucifixion, though they didn't understand how that could be. And so their hearts were troubled. They were scared like a lost child. And how quickly this would all happen. Jesus knew that before this night was over, those troubled hearts would break out into a storm of doubt as their hopes sank beneath its crushing waves. For in a matter of hours, Judas would betray Jesus. But now, Now, while he was still with them, while he could still speak to them face to face on this earth, Jesus speaks these words of comfort and encouragement. He wants his disciples to keep on believing, to keep on trusting his promise. I will bring you home. And dear Christian friends, 
Jesus speaks those same words to your troubled heart. I will bring you home. For he will return just as he promised. Since he alone is the true way that leads to life with the Father. Now, friends, what troubles your heart? Sometimes we might feel rather stable in life, well established. But then, without warning, something shakes us to the very core of our being. Our hopes topple, our foundations are uprooted. We crumble like a building in an earthquake. Or, or maybe we're sailing through life, imagining that we've charted our course, our goals and dreams lie in front of us, and then a storm blows us off course. The winds batter us and the waves pound against us. As we hear the creaking of the ship's timbers with the water gushing in, we wonder how long before we sink. No matter what troubles your heart, hear your Savior's words. Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. My Father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, would I have told you that I am going there to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me, that you also may be where I am. Keep on believing. For you see, Jesus will return, just as he promised, and he will take you home. Although the English translation doesn't show it, the Greek's words here tell the disciples to keep on believing in Jesus to continue in the faith. It isn't as if Jesus were saying, now start believing in me. No, they already believed in Jesus. That's why they were following him. Their problem wasn't the absence of faith, but weakness of faith. And so Jesus encourages them, keep on believing, for he knows that soon their faith will be shaken as the storm of Good Friday overcomes them. Keep believing, he says to them. Keep believing. And so also, dear friends, no matter what troubles your heart, Jesus says to you and me, keep on believing in me. For the troubles of life shake our hearts, and then our own weaknesses question God. We wonder, why me? Doubts storm us. Does God still love me? But no, Jesus' words here. He says to you, keep on believing in me. Don't let go of him. Rather, hold on to him all the more tightly. Keep on believing in him, trusting him, clinging to him. And why? Because he will return and will bring you home. That's his promise. You heard him say it. I will come back and take you to be with me, that you also may be where I am. 
keep on believing in Jesus and clinging to his promise. Now, what is this home where our Savior is? Uh, Jesus calls it his Father's house, where there are many rooms. Now, maybe you're more familiar with the translation that says mansions, and that word mansion certainly reminds us of the richness of our heavenly inheritance, something that the Bible clearly does teach in other places. But the Greek word here doesn't emphasize the richness as much as it emphasizes the permanency that that this home, this house of our Father, is a very permanent place. It's not some sort of hotel room or campground where we spend a little time and then move on. No, this is where we will stay. It's our home, our dwelling place forevermore. And what comfort this brings to our troubled hearts because so much of what we feel and and, and are troubled with in this life come because this world is constantly in change and decay. Nothing stays the same. Everything uh, changes. Everything fails in the end. But how different our Father's house. That home is everlasting. So keep on believing in Jesus. Keep on clinging to his promise. I will return and bring you home forever. And what's more, although this home is referred to as the house of the Father of Jesus Christ, it's not only his home. Jesus says there are many rooms. For through faith in Jesus Christ, You are children of the Heavenly Father. Through the Son, you are sons of God. Because of Jesus, every believer, young and old, male or female, every believer can say with confidence, Heaven is my home. So keep on believing in Jesus. Keep on clinging to his promise. For he says to you, I will return and will bring you home. For my home is your home. Keep on believing in Jesus. For he will return, just as he promised. And that means we need to keep our eyes looking up, doesn't it? When your hearts are troubled, look up to the skies. Look for your Savior to return. And even when your hearts aren't troubled, keep watching, waiting, anticipating. For he has said, I will return. And that's when he will take us home to heaven. One way to look at it is is, is to, 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 to see that he's already done everything for us, hasn't he? The only thing left is is for him to take us home. He has already broken death's iron chains. He has already canceled our debt of sin. He has already shattered hell's dark power. That's what Easter proves. He has won salvation for us. And now all that's left is for him to come and take us home. So keep on believing in Jesus. Keep on clinging to him. For he will return on the last day and raise us from the dead. And with our bodies glorified, we will be at home with Jesus forever. Keep on believing in him.
as you sing with confidence with the hymn writer. Now I will cling forever to Christ my Savior true. My Lord will leave me never, whate'er he passes through. He rends death's iron chain. He breaks through sin and pain. He shatters hell's dark thrall. I follow him through all. Yes, dear friends, follow him. Follow him through all. For he alone is the true way to life with the Father. And that brings us to the second part here. What words of wonder Jesus speaks. Words so simple and yet so profound. I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. He alone is the true way to the Father. Notice how he doesn't say that he shows us the way as if we now have to follow by our own strength. No, he is the way. And he doesn't say that he simply teaches us the truth. He is the truth. And he doesn't merely uh, talk about the life. He is the life. There can be no other way to the Father. Why not? Because of our sin. And I'm not just talking about the sin out there, the sin in this troubled world that's constantly changing and decaying. No, the sin that's right here inside me and inside you. Our own sin blocked us from the Father. It blocked us from the love and the life and the truth that flowed from the Father. It blocked the way of our own strength or effort or or goodness from ever bringing us to the Father for our sin made us the opposite of children. It made us strangers, foreigners, enemies of God, fighting against him. We needed someone to reconcile us to God, someone to be the mediator, the the go-between, to bring us to the Father. Not one of us could do that. For all of us have failed to meet God's holy, perfect requirements, failed in all of our words, failed in all that we say, think, feel, want, and do. How lost each and every one of us was. Totally lost. Someone else had to find us. So the Father sent his one and only Son, who came into this lost world as one of us while remaining fully God. Jesus is in the Father and the Father is in Jesus. He came from the Father for you. How great his love that wants to bring you home. But the only way for him to do that was was to take away those sins that blocked us from the Father. So he carried all the sins of the world. He carried all sin to the cross in our place and bore the punishment instead of us so that he could bring us home. 
That's why He, and He alone, is the way. And now, He has taken our minds that were once lost in blind unbelief and changed our minds to know and trust his promises as completely true. For Jesus alone is the truth. And our hearts that were once dead in sin have now been made alive, living in the fullness of God's blessing. For Jesus is the life. No one and nothing else, not even yourself, has done or can do any of this for you. Only Jesus. He is the way and the truth and the life. He alone is the true way to the Father. And that's why he can say to you, I will bring you home. Don't run away. Don't look for some other path, some way that seems right to you. Walk with Jesus. Walk with him as he brings you home. Now realize, as you and I, as we walk with Jesus, we then also share his cross. Just as the world hated and ridiculed Jesus, so also that's the way the world treats those who follow Jesus, those who walk with him. Remember what happened to Jesus after he spoke these words. But no matter what the world does, continue to walk with Jesus as he brings you home, for he has a crown prepared for you. For you see, you have already died with Jesus and been raised to life with him. You have that new life before God now and forever, so remain faithful. Keep on walking with Jesus. Remain faithful. And then, when your eyes close for the last time here on this earth, you will fall asleep in Jesus. Then, on the last day, He will raise you from the grave so that you see him with your own eyes and will be with him forever in glory. What a home. Jesus promises. Jesus promises. I will bring you home. So sing with confidence. He brings me to the portal that leads to bliss untold, where on the rhyme immortal is found in a script of gold. Who there my cross has shared, find here a crown prepared. Who there with me has died, shall here be glorified. Amen. Please stand. The peace of God that surpasses all understanding will keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.